Welcome to Tridents and Tracers, your weekly comics roundup. I'm your host, Ryan Taylor, and today I've got three more fresh comics to review. Uh, this week, I'm going to be looking at Retcon number two, The Family Trade number one, and Redlands number three. I've got a full lineup of image comics, and that fucking excites me because you guys know I love my image comics. So let's get right into it. Uh, first up, Retcon. Uh, now, Retcon is a series I almost reviewed in the first episode of Tridents and Tracers. Uh, the week before I started this uh, side project, I attempted to start it and I ran into. I ran out of time, I, I didn't get it out in time, so I, I scrapped it, but Retcon was one of the series I, I, I wanted to do then. So, I didn't get a chance then, I'm glad now that I'm getting to review it, and I'm almost uh, happier that I waited, because uh, issue 2 was really fucking cool. Uh, this series by Matt Nixon and Toby Cypress, uh... It hooked me in with the uh, synopsis. I, I was skimming through upcoming comics, and I read the description of this one, and I just it, it really grabbed me. Check this out. The reboot of a comic book miniseries that has never existed begins with an all-new, all-different issue number one time to travel back and jump in on this comic while it was new. Now, I'm gonna be honest, that's confusing as shit. <laughs> but, uh, at the same time, it's, it's intriguing, and I, I had no idea what to expect. But after reading the first two issues and looking into uh, different articles, different interviews with the creators, I understand now that while this story, has, this story itself, these characters, have never been told before but that doesn't mean that in the continuity of the story that story has never happened do you know what I mean uh, basically these characters are reliving a story they have lived before whether they know it or not and that's pretty fucking cool it's a cool concept and I'm really excited to see where they're gonna go with that um, now where they've gone so far let's get into that uh, the story itself has a lot going on. First issue revealed the protagonist of the series. His name is Brandon Ross. Uh, he was part of, maybe still part of, a supernatural bomb squad, uh, as he calls it. And within the first issue, we're introduced to a secret government organization that's trying to kill off anyone involved with that bomb squad, as well as the demon that... Ross's body is host to, uh, aptly named Mary Sue. Mary Sue transforms Ross's body to suit whatever the situation calls for, which is pretty fucking cool. He doesn't transform in the same way every time. It just depends on what he needs uh, in terms of uh, fight or flight, I guess you would say. Um, the second issue that is <laughs> the one I'm actually reviewing here today um, it opens up the world even more. Uh, Ross is in police custody following the events of the first issue, which I'll, you can check that out on your own. Um, 
We also follow what looks to be a military sergeant who is also a cyborg. The comic opens with him assembling himself and he is possibly infected by a computer virus. Uh, we see glimpses of a woman who may or may not be the world's greatest witch surrounded by Ouija boards, tarot cards, and pink flames and of course a standard superhero type shows up to blow up a police station and try and attack Ross. None of this has been actually explained yet but it's really fun. Um, <laughs> even if I'm not entirely sure what's going on yet and it's amazing to look at I haven't mentioned the art yet but the art has this sort of 3d glasses look to it uh, it's I like the retro red and blue 3d glasses it has that sort of look for some reason and it is hard to put um, to, to fully describe what they're doing artistically but I've never seen artwork like this it's fucking it's beautiful to look at and I get the sense with this story that they're gonna build to a really fucking cool payoff I hope so anyway um, moving right along uh, next up we have the very first issue of a brand new series called the family trade um, this one was not something I planned on reading today um, couldn't get my hands on all the comics I plan to review, but this one uh, this one showed up and it looked pretty cool. It's got a really cool, um, really cool cover art, and I thought, fuck it, why not? Uh, this comic by Justin Jordan, Nikki Ryan, and Morgan Beam uh, follows a secret organization called the Family that are essentially spies or assassins. A combination, I guess. Uh, they work to keep the society on their island, the float, in check. Um, our protagonist, Jessa, attempts to assassinate a politician by the name of Stagger Burghart, who looks unsurprisingly like a certain popular U.S. politician. I won't name him, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> she has a change of heart at the last minute nearly gets herself killed uh, she barely makes it out unharmed and potentially expose the family in doing so so she really fucked up <laughs> uh, we're given a lot of backstory there's a lot of expository here it go it it actually goes fully uh, sepia toned with the with the whole history of the island and the family and so on and it's necessary, it's relevant, it makes sense to include it, but it kind of takes the momentum out of the comic a little bit. Um, I'm not complaining, I'm just, just to be honest, it, it, what, it, it took some of the fun out of it, but it's necessary, and doesn't, I don't think they should have changed it, I just, I feel like the next couple issues are not going to need that and are going to be way more fun than the first. Um, they get into the differences between their timeline and the real world timeline because it, it does take place on Earth. It's 
it's not uh, science fiction exactly. It's just a, di a different timeline, different series, a different history, you know? Um, I'm not going to get into exactly what they changed. I, uh, I will say that um, the art, again, in this book is very cool. It's very, uh, it's like a watercolor design, which is not what you would expect. Um, but it adds to it. Uh, I, I will check out this book again. Uh, I don't mean to sound negative. I'm, I see a flaw in it, and that's that's just what I'm going to point out. You know, uh, it's a fun book. I'll definitely be reading the next issue. Jessa seems like a very relatable, very cool character, and I'm interested to see what's going to happen next. She was left at the end of that issue in a pretty compromising situation. But that being said. I want to get into the last comic of the day because this is the one that I'm excited for. Uh, Redlands number three. Now I mentioned earlier um, that Retcon was one of the first comics I was going to review. Redlands was another. And I am so fucking glad that I got to wait because the second issue of Redlands again kind of took the momentum out of it a little bit. It was a good issue, but it wasn't great. And issue three was fucking great. Um, now, the main reason I'm focusing this, uh, this episode on Redlands is because it's October. All the goblins and ghouls are out lurking around. I've decided to try and include a horror comic in every episode of Trident's Tracers for the month of October. So, this week, Redlands number three. Um, I'm going to back up a bit here. Redlands. Uh, it's written by Jordi Belair, Vanessa R. Del Rey, and it follows a small town called Redlands in Florida. And sort of just the all-around growing supernatural shit that is taking the town by storm. There's murders. There are witches. Um, witches are the main thing here. Uh, the first issue, because I have to mention this, I can't talk about issue three without going back to the first one. The first issue, I'm not even going to tell you exactly what happened. But you, if you like horror, if you like getting so scared you shit your pants go read that that is easily the scariest comic I've ever read uh, genuine scares and scares are hard to translate to a comic book but holy shit it's good um, issue 2 and again I didn't mean to sound negative about issue 2 it wasn't that it wasn't good it was more Payoff. It was more slow building, um, suspense. Not suspense. It you're led to believe one thing, and then everything kind of reveals itself near the end. Um, but number three is a really good balance of the two. Um, it strays from the witches we've seen in the first two issues and introduces us to motherfucking Gator Man. Uh, you're introduced to a bounty hunter named Laurent. Laurent, I'm not positive. Uh, introduced 
in the opening of the comic as a bounty hunter and and slowly throughout this issue you're wondering more and more like he, he's got something deeper and darker going on uh, you don't know what it is until the end when he is uh, fully angered and transforms into a half man half alligator and it's fucking cool uh, but what they do that's really cool uh, I really enjoyed is after this transformation scene instead of following that up with more comic they go straight to newspaper clippings like realistic newspaper clippings about gator man sightings and fuck it's cool this is uh, I mean three issues in but this is one of the most promising horror comics I've ever read and overall as I always do uh, if, I'm, if I'm gonna recommend one of these books Man, it's Redland. It's Redland, sorry. Because, yes, I do think it's the strongest and the best comic out of these three. But also, it's October. Go go scare the shit out of yourself. Um, that being said, that is a wrap on another episode of Tridents and Tracers. Thank you all very much for listening. And as always, you can find other episodes of Tridents and Tracers, my other review podcast, New Reviews, or the main show from these spinoffs. Uh, not from these spinoffs, <laughs> the main show these spinoffs come from Jedi Dropouts over at www.jedidropouts.podbean.com on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, Stitcher, or YouTube. Also, make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Or you can follow me on Twitter at Shenanigandoff or on Instagram at CaptainWow44. Thanks again, and I'll see you later.